not others. They're from King Crystal Lake, New Jersey. The Jason's. We're gonna talk about some movies. Maybe the former child actor. We are partners and pals. Podcast, we are partners and pals. I am the comeback here. Our spooky season here on Partners in Hell. And now for Noah from Noah's Arcade, Nora Vandalhall. <laughs> that was nice. I needed that. I needed that. That was nice. I'm Donnie Vagrant. I'm Sean Magnum. And we are partners and pals. And tonight, the Jasons. I'm not sure if it's Jason V or Jason 3D, but one of them's calling into the show. Jason V. Yeah, the singer. Oh yeah, he gets. Oh, he's the handsome one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that was here. awkward, especially with the mask. The ladies that always are like. What are you talking about? That man's beautiful, dude. Well, yeah, I, I mean that in the most, like, I'm, I'm secure of myself. That, that's a hunk of man right there, dude. I think dude. there's something about the mask and the hair and the whole, like, get up. I think that's what it is. Dude's built up. He's got Fabio hair. Dude. Yeah, dude. You can't believe it's not butter, man. They're all handsome gentlemen. They man. are, dude. I'll give them. We have one I don't know handsome. why they wear masks. Yeah. We want to get some bands on, partners and pals. So. And they wear fucking masks. Yeah. But, hey, you know what? Good for them. They're great. They're fucking great bands. Yeah, and they're going to be here. And we played with them, and uh, we, the response, played with them in June, back in June. Yeah. And they're at Never Say Die with Pumpkin Guts and Sidon, excellent oh. black metal band from uh, Nashville. Saw them and saw the Jasons and Sidon two days later after watching the Descendants in Indy. And now the Jasons are getting ready to come back, play at the Mag Bar with Daddy Sisters and Creeps Inc., our homies. Yes. Punk Rock Night. That's a hell of a Punk Rock Night. That's, yeah. So that's a Halloween thing. Yeah, it's and, October 27th. Yes. And I have heard... Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what some of the prizes are. I'm going to hit up Morgan in a minute and see if I can. But yeah. there are prizes for the costume contest. There, Yeah. And uh, remember, uh, Friday the 20th is DOS, the Stevens, Jim Harrelson, and Bug Bite. DOS, really good friends of ours from Cincinnati. Uh, we, the response, played with them. Oh, oh so speaking good. of... Your boys, a response, have put out a new single. We Them yeah. Boys. Yeah. It's on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. Bandcamp. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's out. Uh, got some more stuff coming out pretty soon. So keep your eyes peeled and your ears open. Uh, really excited to finally turn y'all on to some tunes that you can listen to outside of the shows so yeah yeah i've been jamming it and i'm trying to get them plays up yeah me too oh dude yeah like i've yeah dude i'm i can't tell you how many plays we've had we'll find out in two months yeah but dude yeah yeah so get up on there listen to it hey set your you know what just set your uh your your laptop to play when you go to work because you you ain't got time to listen to spotify at work anyway or you could listen to it on repeat. 
But yeah, gotta thank Cadillac Young for helping us with that, as well as Brent Starkey, who has done some backup vocals with us, and Alien J of Plague Nine, who played bass with us for uh, quite a run of shows and played on the album, on what we've recorded, on the 12 songs we've recorded, so. And speaking of Cadillac, I would like to give a personal thank you and I love you to Cadillac Young. Uh, you may know him Shitfire or uh, Pleasures of the Flush. Uh, he helped me Church out. Church of Wax Studios. Yes. Uh, so let's just go ahead and get to the sad thing, if that's okay. Yeah, and no, we got to, we, we, we need to. We need to talk about this because. And if you all know me, the way I, when something sad happens, we like to we like to talk about it first <laughs> and then move on and try to have a good time. So, my pup Rollo, he was fourteen. We had to put him down the other day and uh, yesterday actually. He was a good dog. He was definitely a good boy, and um, that's friend, official too. That's yeah, that's that's. I think that's in writing somewhere. Yeah, it no, it's definitely it's. Well, it's on the interwebs now forever. So, yeah, it's official. Rollo is definitely a good boy. And he... Um, you think we could get Joe Drummer to notarize that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the way we, we, we did it and stuff, I held him the whole time, and it was painless, and he was in a lot of pain. He was 14, and... Uh, he was really hurting. And... Uh, he couldn't get comfortable. He couldn't get up. He... Going, started to go to the bathroom on himself, and we we're like, "Man, sucks." But I think he stuck around for some visitors, dude. Yeah, yeah, I think he did for real. I get that weird feeling like he had a last hurrah because that happens with people too. But it's you know, I mean, he lived a good life. Yeah, made it to a full fourteen years for a dog his size. That's well, German Shepherds usually are about 12 years old when they go. But he was a mix, so yeah. it might have helped. I mean, but we got him when my daughter Lily was one, so he grew up with us. So and uh, But we got him when he was a pup, so he lived his whole life in a family, in a house. and like uh, He wasn't stuck up like Brian Griffin either. Yeah. He didn't try to like preach to you. But, yep, yeah, so I wanted to say that, Rollo, you're a good boy. I will always miss you. Thank you to Cadillac. Cadillac actually came over and did the hole for me because it was just too much that's stress. And, uh, that's the greatest thing you could do for somebody. He probably doesn't even want me to say anything about it, but I just want to let people know that the man is awesome and he's a good guy and uh, really helped me out when I was uh, in a tough spot there. So uh, always it was awesome. people out. But, yeah, but Rollo, I'll always miss you, buddy. Rest in peace, brother. Now, let's try to get happy because the Jasons are coming. And I'm not like, even going to say what Steve Harvey would say because I respect Rollo too much. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, yeah. well, we probably have a lot of first-time listeners here, so I don't want to bum them out right away. But uh, there we go. We're saying that. Now let's move on and try to have a good time. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And the Rest Jasons. in peace, Rollo. Fucking love you. Yeah, I love you, buddy. But yeah, so we have the Jasons coming on later. And so that's been my week. And now, so this week, I'm staying busy all weekend. It's going to be fun as shit. Uh, so many shows coming up. Uh, I've been, yeah, I've been trying to catch up. I've gotten back through uh, 
not Nightmare on Elm Street, what the fuck? Uh, Friday the 13th, 1, 2, 3, and part of 4, but... Oh, we're gonna talk about that when uh, yeah, boys. but I'll tell you, yeah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save what stopped me with part four because uh, I had good reason. It's just I got distracted and you know I do remember five to a degree and like I kind of remember six, but you know we could do. And then Jason, I don't know New York, all that stuff. Oh, well, I'm gonna talk about that. I would. Yeah. But I'll, I've yeah. seen parts. I've seen it on USA Up All Night. Yeah, with Gilbert Godfrey. But it was so long ago. This is twenty five years ago. This just in. So I've just been telling you know how we were saying there's a costume contest. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I said that so late. Yeah, costume contest. At the twenty seventh, when you should know, see the Jasons, the Daddy Sisters, and Creep Scene at the May Bards, all ages. Partners and pals will be hanging out there. Oh, we're not missing this show. I'm gonna be dressed up. I might get arrested that night. The only prize right now that's... I might that, cut somebody. That we're going to announce. There's more prizes. There's going to be more I prizes. I cut but anybody, I promise. You know what first prize is? What? Free admission... To all the punk rock nights? In 2024. That's, oh. Oh, in 2024. Okay, I was like, there ain't much of 2023 left. No, all next year, you win, you're free to every one of those shows. We're man. in the media. And there's that's th- awesome. There's gonna be uh, let's just say this. I ain't just saying it because uh, Morgan's our homie or anything, but there's some gonna be some good punk rock nights coming your way next year. So that's not a bad prize. And so, uh, yeah, that's a pretty what second prize? Oh, um, we are not announcing that right now. Oh, oh, oh. But, uh, well, you know, I'm going to speculate here, though, and just, like, uh, I'm not confirming anything, but I'm just guessing, like, I don't know, so you got the mag bar, it's at the mag, will there be any mag bar prizes? I don't know, will there be any band prizes? Better Days Records presents Punk Rock Night, maybe there'll be some Better Days stuff, you never know. Maybe, you never know. Dude, I ain't risking it, I'm dressing up, I'm going to try to win me something, something, I mean, shit. Shit, even if it's a slice of Denise's, dude, I'll take it. <laughs> Man, uh, check this out. I ordered a pizza from Denise's a week and a half ago, dude. Got it with extra. Got fresh mozzarella on it, dude. Ooh. This shit was all over the place, dude. This pizza looked like it assaulted itself. Damn. Yeah. No, dude, like, they they don't have to make good pizza. They're right next to the mag. Like, they've got people held Here's, here's my burgers. question, though. Why the hell would you order Denise? Because I wanted to give them another chance. Oh, okay. And I wanted to order a, a full pie, like a fresh one on the same, you know what I mean? I wanted to do that for a second time. Now, it didn't taste too bad. That fresh mozz really helped, but, and the sauce ain't bad, but, you know. Just, it's like they just slammed it around. Now, I also yeah. understand, like, there's delivery people, but... Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. Oh, no, man. I'll be there drunk at times, and I'll get a shitty slice, but, yeah. I've got to say, I like... Don't eat these nuts in your mouth. I'm usually hammered when I eat it, but I enjoy it every time. Enjoy. Uh, I mean... Shit, I had a slice of cheese there. I don't usually. The sauce ain't cheese. bad, like in terms of like it does. It's not too acidic. Tastes fresh, because when it's 
you know, but uh, I don't know. Like, oh no, man, when the crust, the crust bothers me. It's always like a little too burned. It's supposed mm. to be toasty. It's supposed to be toasty, but I disagree with you. I like this. No, crust. dude, no. Mm-mm. I'm gonna talk. No, we're gonna talk pizza one day. Not here, not now. We have things to talk about. I'm today. not saying it's my favorite pizza. But I'm saying it. No, it's good hostage pizza. I'm sure that's what Gaza's feeding the hostages right now. <laughs> oh, I better not say anything about that. Some white Gentiles might get mad about it. I promise. Gaza did the right thing. You're right. You're right. There. Okay, now we'll move past it. Sons of bitches. I'm a white person with an opinion about something else. <laughs> Some fucker with glasses trying to fucking get into it. Tell me my family's over there ethnically cleansing people, man. He can go fuck himself. Like a fake-ass revolutionary wannabe. Oh, man. In this safe white Hawaiian house. And I'm totally hating on that because I wish I lived in Hawaii. I really want some Denizis right now. Don't you Denizis? Oh, oh, Jesus, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm left over from the last episode, man. Is that up yet? Nope. <laughs> it's taking some work, dude. <laughs> oh, that's got to be up before Friday. <laughs> man, you know what? I didn't make that choice. I didn't yeah. make that choice. Yeah. I've All been right. working that one. I've been working that one. Here, I'll pack it. Oh, I was just going to set it aside, but uh, yeah, go I ahead. make that choice. I guess I'm going to have to edit some shit I just said. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. What are they going to do? They're going to cut me off. They're going to cut me off. Spotify didn't cut Rogan off, so I know they ain't cutting me off. Of course, we don't make them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're not going to be like, oh, we can't part with that. They're right. like, who? Yeah, get, get rid of them. Get rid of them. <laughs> with our shitty dwindling numbers, though, we're still in the top 15% of podcasts of, on Spotify. Are we? Yeah. No, no we're <laughs> that's not. That's what Spotify told me months ago, dude. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It means there's too many people doing podcasts. Nobody wants to hear your bullshit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they want to hear our bullshit yeah. podcast. But we got the Jasons, so. though. We do. What do you got? Do you got the Jasons? No, we got a story about a white woman that was kidnapped, which is really sad, and I'm not going to make light of the kidnapped white woman, but there are so many of those podcasts. There are so many. Don't act like there's not. Don't don't sigh. I know, I, but there's a lot of You don't them. listen to those? Sometimes, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. A true crime podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. How would I know about them if I didn't know about them? And I, I wish I could think of them offhand. I'd give them, like, a shout-out. Oh, can I give them some of my podcasts Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I enjoy Weird Darkness. The only thing about Weird That's Darkness. That's an adult movie that I enjoy. <laughs> only thing that's weird about Weird Darkness that bothers me is at the end they do Bible quotes. But the stories are really, really cool. Uh, anything. Sexy. Art Bell. Like, the Coast to Coast, like, all those are in the oh, yeah. on Spotify. You can find all those other episodes. Uh, all right, this is different than what I've been listening to, but uh, there's a new podcast called The Riddler. That's a new Riddler story. Riddler? And they say fucking it and pussy and shit and all that, That's so it's, like, cool. cool. Oh, Kentucky, uh, what, what is it called? It is Kentucky History and Haunts. That is... Is that the one that... 
No. Olive no. does. No, hers is uh, the Midnight Moth. Yes. Yes. That's our friend Olive from Pumpkin Guts. Or I think some of the guts are on there. Yeah. And uh, the Wolf Guts. I don't know, dude. I've listened to it. I've. I could have swore I heard another guts in there. Do you listen to the Serial Killers that podcast? No, I used. Oh, you see, are. I watch a lot of documentaries on stuff like that. And then once I get into it, I'll start getting into the podcasts about it, where they get into even more detail. So like I try to get a general history, and then I'll start going into detail. You know what's always been one of my favorites? I'm surprised that you don't listen to it. What? Disgraceland. I just haven't gotten to it yet. It, I, it, I haven't forgotten about it. It's just... Uh-oh. Oh, I'm getting a call, call from Pennsylvania. Oh. Hello. Hey, yo. Yo, you were calling in the Partners and Pals. What the fuck is Partners and Pals? Hey, I thought this was Hooters, man. I thought it was who? Hooters. I wanted some fucking chicken wings and shit. <laughs> well, we have to do it out of Hooters because we can't afford an office space. Yeah. So we are, technically, we are at Hooters. Apparently, you're not allowed to, like, uh, sexually harass Hooters waitresses anymore. Do you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's never been okay. Like, apparently, they never liked it. Something shit. The anti-flag guy told me completely different. I'll have to check it in. Oh, so who we got here? We got Jason Hello. B and Jason 3D. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, man. The only two Jasons that matter. That's oh. us. You don't need the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, the other guys are just like replaceable, like the other guys in Gore. No, they just don't have strong opinions like like we do. They're like you know they're nice guys and all, but uh, if you want if you want people who are gonna uh, give you the real fucking talk, you want to go to these two motherfuckers right here. I yeah, feel you. Like uh, they're like those guys in movies that you know didn't make it to the sequel, but their character did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh man, have you guys been? It's been a while. We saw you guys when y'all played here in June and up in Indy after the Descendants. Have you guys been doing well? Yeah, man, we've been fucking busy, man. We're trying to, you know, we're working on all kinds of shit, you know, trying to play as many shows as possible. We got all kinds of shit lined up, uh, working on some other music and CDs and, you know, boxes and all that stuff so we're busy we're keeping busy trying to stay alive stressed as a motherfucker right <laughs> playing punk rock uh playing punk rock is not not all fucking fun and games today uh jason 3d was messaging back and forth with me uh trying to figure out what company will best make custom saw blades that's the life of the jasons right nice now. awesome i uh, mean that's you gotta you gotta go to different wholesalers see what they're you know willing to do for you right Get the best price out of somebody, you Maybe know. Maybe try to talk your way into a sponsorship or something like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's a guy in China that'll do it pretty cheap, but uh, every time he emails me, it's from a different email address, so I don't know how legit it is. Yeah, is he a is he a prince in China? No, no, his name is Jonathan. Oh, okay, yeah, I bet. <laughs> Jonathan, but I mean, you know, maybe he's got to do like since he's doing independent business in China and not paying up, he's got to switch from email to email like they do with burners on the wire, like with those yeah. cell phones. 
It's got to be something like that, man. You know, I, I will say he at least made one product and showed it to me. You know, uh, so unless he's really good at Photoshop or something, you know, he he, he got me fooled. But yeah, so like you email him and it's to like Jonathan at you know I make saw blades in Beijing dot com. Oh, it's mainland. <laughs> but then he responds, and it'll be like zero one 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 zero zero one one at something dot com. Yeah, <laughs> that's binary code. Yeah, yeah. It's like every time he responds, it's a different binary email address. You know, I we bought patches from a wholesaler over there in Beijing because that's apparently that's where all this shit comes from. I thought those came from Indonesia. No, <laughs> no, that's where Kramer guitars come from. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and we, yo, we're, we're, we're uh, endorsed by Kramer, but that's where they come from. Fuck yeah. Anyway, and, and I'm proving that on this next thing. So, talking to this guy about patches like <laughs> four years ago. Then randomly, I get a text to my phone that says, hello, my good friend, would you like patches? And I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) I responded by text. Here's the four designs I want. How big do you want them? Um, And this all happens through text. And then they were like, all right, here's a weird website to go to to enter your payment information. We did it. Guess what? Got the patches super, super high quality, super quick. It was like, trust your fucking fellow man. I can't imagine a master criminal being like, I'm going to make an elaborate scheme to make a hundred patches for the Jason. I'm sure it could happen, but I feel like that happens all the time. I feel like they're probably making like an, like a Jason's patch over there or Jason five. So it looks like Jason's and using it for an alternative group that writes songs that sound just like yours. There's been a number of like, no joke, a number of uh, Chinese bootleg and knockoff Jason merch that like, Oh, at least once a week. At least once a week, I'm banning an account that's posting a uh, totally not a scam Jason sweater in all of our comments. <laughs> you know, the other thing is that like wow. Jason is like banning them, but I buy one from everyone. Like <laughs> seller on eBay selling some random Jason shirt that we never made that was a weird design. We had. And artwork. They were selling you know, a T-shirt with artwork that we never used. Yeah, we posted it once. On Facebook in 2013 when the band started, yeah, and we never used it again. I bought that motherfucker. I got I got the only copy. I think yeah, they, they knew it was you because as soon as you bought it, they shut down their whole damn store. <laughs> <laughs> That's, we're not making that up. That's not like a, a funny joke or something to know. Uh, someone was like, "Hey man, someone's stealing your shit." He bought it and they disappeared. Yeah, oh, I wow. mean, I know they do a lot of bootlegging over there, but I didn't realize it went to such levels that like i mean you guys are big but you're not the stones you know like no offense <laughs> like they're they're going after everybody yeah the bootleggers you know, not the to Chinese. be honest it was after that last tour with the queers it started happening to the queers a lot more yeah. and then when it started happening to them a lot more it started to happen to us a lot more oh i bet you um, love that so, yeah the same companies that target them have been targeting us and you know i'll go ahead and say it right here online for everyone to hear i'm totally okay with people fucking bootlegging now to jason 3d may get may not like this i know he won't like this because he's a gene simmons aficionado but <laughs> i feel I just bought a gorgoroth hoodie that's completely not endorsed by the band total bootleg fifty dollars of an old picture that they won't put on a fucking hoodie so I'm like well I'm gonna buy it from a bootlegger and that shit's special to me so when I see people bootleg Jason's shit I'm like yeah man somebody wants it that bad fucking do it so 
because we're not that big is why I'm like, yeah, you fucker. But uh, I will say I own two Wasp shirts that are bootlegs. But here's nice. my reasonings. One, we finally had our dreams come to we went to see a Wasp. Yeah. Nice. Black and Wasp did not sing. What? <laughs> he bootlegged his fucking vocals. Exactly. Boys. So, one, I'm owed it. Two... They didn't have anything bigger than like a lodge. Well, the other, so like you can't oh, yeah. make. You no, know, I'm not. They don't have Paul Bunyan sizes. You know, like if I got a bootleg a two X shirt, like even like Teenage Bottle Rocket, man, I've done work for them, and I don't have a Teenage Bottle Rocket shirt because they won't make bigger than a, a large. Well, the other thing is too, like I'm let's with you. a lot of these bands won't repress the cool shit because the people are not in the band anymore, or they're going with a new album. You talking about us? No, no, I mean, I, there's, I, I, I'm fine if someone bootlegs a Get Fucked Era t-shirt, fucking give me one. But like, like I said, I bought that fucking Gorgoroth hoodie, and it was back when they had their first singer, they had a bunch of bullshit after that. Nobody wants the bullshit, people want the old shit. Yeah. Your boys, I'm sorry, we just hijacked your podcast. What are we talking about? No, 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 no. we were talking about important things like... Shit getting bootlegged by I'm, I'm Amazon people. I, I I like the bootleg shit too, man. It's it's like rare shit that you can't find anywhere. Fuck, Fuck that. It. I will take every dime out of Gigi Ping's ass, dude. <laughs> Trying to bootleg my shit. No, actually, it, I'm I'm flattered if they do. But if somebody's really trying to like fuck me. You know, yeah. like doing it as I release something, like they got some in, uh, you know, some inside knowledge. I'm not saying I'm okay with my shit being bootleg, but uh, oh, I, I, like buying, bootleg. I like buying bootleg shit. Yeah, I love okay. bootleg shit. I love the honesty. Yeah, I mean. Speaking uh, of bootleggings and Gene Simmons, a kiss announced today that they are suing someone over bootlegs. Yeah, people hate that guy. They're, they're uh, suing some dude named Ron Gooch. Yeah, everybody's talking Ron Gooch and Kerp something. Really? Yeah, I don't know. That's like. Where does it? Where does where does like suing a bootlegger begin? You know, because like that shit's everywhere. You know, you can find kiss bootleg shit left and right. Oh like, yeah, stores and all kinds of shit. So like, were these guys like? Because I've seen like official bootleg. Yeah, you know. So I wonder if they were trying to say like it was like endorsed by Kiss that it was bootlegged or something like that. You know that yeah. guy. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but that dude was also doing Kiss conventions and shit. Uh, so I think he was just he was just uh, getting a little too much. Like he was making know, money he off their lights or something. Okay. Yeah, man. Like. Well, the stones will come after you. Personally, I think for music to uh, get out there, I think bootlegs are important. The entire metal scene, heavy metal in the United States and abroad, exists and flourished because in the 80s, tape trading was a thing. Right, right. You know, now, I mean, it's like we're still bootlegging shit because all the streaming companies are getting all of the money for like giving us three cents for every 50 plays. So they're bootlegging our shit. Yeah. It just isn't on physical media, so it sucks. Yeah. You ever see that footage of Kiss at a Kiss convention where they just walk in and they look at this guy and he has all of the 1977 costumes and they're just like, you stole those, they're ours now. And they just take all that dude's shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. They just ganked his shit? I don't, know the, I don't know the truth behind it, you know, if he really did steal them or what, but like that gives me an idea, you know, every time we play a convention now, we just walk in and every booth selling Jason masks are just like, hey, yo. Run your we just take that shit and then we have a big boost and then New Line Cinema comes in and goes you stole that would you rather get sued by New Line Cinema or Paramount Paramount's the better of the two for sure yeah 
uh, what do you more resilient. You like the Paramount movies or you like the fucking New Line shit? Well, well that's volume. Like- You're comparing volume, and that's kind of not fair. No, which movies oh, do you like uh, better? The New Line ones or the Paramount That's ones? what I'm saying. There's way more Paramount movies than there are New Line movies. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, true, true. Oh, we're, we're going to get to some actual uh, Jason uh, movie talk, but I wanted to get back to two things real quick. One, you mentioned about the streaming services. I jam. I want to be an asshole all the time. So oh, I'm yeah. you guys are getting your three cents off that. And I also <laughs> support every punch Ben Weasel punt took. <laughs> Fuck yeah, five people attacking me. That's $300 once, right? That was our biggest check. You know, honestly, I think to date from... No, that's from Bandcamp. I want to say, you know, we we get a little burst of money every now and then, but it's it's pitiful because you got to remember to get your stuff on streaming, you're paying every year. It's a yearly fee. So it's like you get a little something and you get a little fucked, but promotion-wise, it's... 100% 100% worth it. But you had a question. What was your question? I wanted to mention, uh, I just wanted to mention that you guys are coming into town October 27th into Louisville, coming back here. Yeah, Magbar. Yeah, we wanted to talk about that show a little bit. This is a, it's going to be a big deal. Uh, I feel like this show's going to kick ass really. Um, yeah, is um, Pumpkin Guts on that one too? No, okay. no, they're not. That's a, uh, that's no, daddy's because we love um the the punk rock night guys uh greg and rich down in indianapolis so this is our first time working with morgan uh yeah. down in louisville but uh we met him in indy and he seems like a great guy yeah he's and, good people uh, the other i know i'm trying to think of the other bands oh um, it's the daddy sisters like it's gonna be a lot of fun the daddy sisters and creeps yeah, inc <laughs> Fucking daddy sisters. Daddy sisters. Oh, have y'all two piece? Because their name sucks, but maybe they'll be awesome. Oh, they are awesome, dude. I'm, I'm real. Uh, here's my criteria, boys. You gotta have a cool name. You need to have corpse paint and a candelabra. If you don't have it, I'm not watching. But 3D might come in and watch it. I don't know. <laughs> Trust us on this. Thing. And I don't like two pieces most of the time. Yeah, the daddy sisters. You digging a hole, boys? I'm, I'm now not only am I going out to the van, I'm driving home during the daddy sisters. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna fucking love them. They're gonna blow your mind. So if the daddy sisters are listening. Don't feel bad because Jason V, a like extreme metal band that he loves he bought their CD looked at the back and saw a Metallica t-shirt and returned the CD <laughs> that's awesome yeah it's and it's uh, it's so bad that I recently went and watched a real close friend of ours uh, play a show here in town and I walk into the venue and you know he's he's getting ready to play for this band and I look and he's wearing yellow shorts on stage dead to me and I was just like you know you know if he was here he'd disown you yeah he's dead to me now. <laughs> I know who it is he's dead to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, it all started. It all started when I uh, went to a concert when I was in college, and it was a metal band, and it was pretty good for a college metal band. And I looked down, and somebody's wearing fucking flip flops. Oh, it's a college metal band. What do you expect? That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, I will. I will defend V on this case. We just. We were. We went and seen a. I won't give too many details because I don't want people to search this band out. But we went to Pittsburgh to see a, a band that V really likes. And I, I got into them, but uh, one of the opening bands I really like. But there's another opening band 
where three of the six members had on cargo shorts. Uh, One of the members had like those like hardcore kid workout shorts, which I don't mind as much. They're not cargo shorts, but like the one dude, he had like his hair was the hair that uh, every dad that wears a jean jacket and owns a Camaro and uh, <laughs> Budweiser because his wife left him 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, that's what this dude was with his handlebar mustache and everything. Was he the one and, with the trashy broad or the one who hasn't had a woman in 20 years? That one. Okay, yeah, all right, all right. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that will tell you about how much pussy he got when he was your age. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I know that guy. We've all gotten that story from some old man at some point in our life. Oh, when I was your age, I was drowning in pussy. Yeah, and then the dude, it was always a dude at the bus stop. Yeah. (laughs) It's like... But it's, it's fucking important how a band looks, and we're living that, man. I'll tell you what. If the Jasons come on tour, and we come to your local Starbucks... Before the show, we're not dressed like a bunch of fucking fruity pies. We drove five hours. I'm wearing a bullet belt. Jason's fucking 3D has all this fucking jewelry and shit on. Our drummer looks like a total dork. We're not even going to talk about him. <laughs> player comes in walking around like Dave Mustaine and people go, oh, those guys must be a band. Let me give you free coffee. If you can't even do that when you're on stage... Fuck your band. I don't know. Maybe the daddy sisters don't do that. Daddy sisters might be fucking awesome. No, she rocks her tits. That's what she does. I'm not even lying. Let's be honest. If you got to get up on stage and you can't be bothered to put something on other than your fucking Pizza Hut delivery driver t-shirt, fuck you. You didn't put any effort in. Why should anybody watch you? You need to... You know, Davey Calabrese... From the band Calibri said it best, and I, he's right. You walk around looking like a rock star, people treat you like one. You walk around looking like a doofus, people treat you like a doofus. It's true. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, visual, the visual is just as important if you're a live band. Yeah. You need to put on a visual show to go with we, your music. We recently uh, did that ourselves. I, I became, uh, when you guys played with us, I was dressed like a regular dork, and uh, I now wear a wrestling I unicorn. I always dress cool. I always have the tight pants and shit. I'm drunk. And I'm, but, so, but not too drunk to play. I stay at that good tipsy yeah. level. No, nah, nah. fuck that. I want. Yeah, we're we're pretty uh we're pretty hardline about that stuff, man. Like we don't fuck around and get like. I mean, a couple of us are straight edge, but even the dudes that don't like. We're pretty much like uh, trying to get on stage is a little bit of a sacred place. We don't fuck around with that stuff. We don't fuck around with looking like dorks. Like we scrutinize <laughs> it to the place. No joke. We're in a fucking uh, we're in a, a angry young and poor this punk rock store, and our drummer comes up and he goes, "Yo, I'm thinking about wearing this shirt on stage." And he got a pre- he had to get approval from me and 3D, and 3D is even more hardline than I am. <laughs> And uh, about that, we, and it was 3D goes like, well, it's red and black, but it's got a little green in it. But I know V wants it, and I was, and he's like, I know V will be okay with it. I was like, yeah, but it's got green in it, and I know That's, 3D won't. This shirt. So uh, <laughs> when we were on tour, our filling guitar player wanted to wear a Faces of Death shirt, yeah. and the Faces of Death shirt was red, black, white, blue, and then green, green. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's got green on it, and everyone teamed up against me. They're yeah. like, green's fine. This is fine, and I was like, no. Okay, and it was Faces of Death. That's 
that's why. Yeah, and so whenever it comes back to angry, green, and poor, you know, Jason Helm, now I've like, I've straight up told Jason Helm, like, I wish you didn't wear any band shirts. I wish it was black shirt, you know, you rep the Jasons when you're in the Jasons. Like, it's a very Kiss, you know, mentality, 80s, 80s yeah. band mentality. Um, but he, he loves it. He And he wears metal bands and all that, so it goes with the current gimmick and all that. But yeah, what was it? It was a badass Slayer shirt or something like that. Yeah, but the it, coolest Slayer shirt ever. Yeah, but it had a, a ring of yellow. And I was like, but right now we are black, silver, red. Um, and yeah. And Man, that's the awesome that you guys put... Black, red, silver. None of this colorful rainbow shit. No, and I, and you know... But it's I, still I, bright. I, I agree on the, the uh, in terms of, you know, Striper was black and yellow. They didn't fuck around with anything else. Then I'm all like, yeah, but we got a little element of punk. But I'm also like, I can't argue with 3D's logic. So he's like, nah, it's, he's like, I know V will fucking advocate against me. Do it. And I'm like, I know 3D don't want it. So don't fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. That's... A year ago, would have been fine. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're on some different shit now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when we were doing the, the urban cowboy shit, yeah, we're all the colors you want. We all wear a little bit of color. But uh, yeah, now we're doing the the thing where we all match. Nice. Yeah, we're eating the striper. Nice. <laughs> so um, it looks good, and yeah, you gotta yeah you gotta be presentable visibly, and you gotta have some moves oh, on you, stage. Yeah, you all to are keep the audience engaged. You all are like one of the most like are definitely in the top five of current like best bands to see live. Like I mean, it's you all are so much fun. Uh, yeah, you didn't I, even get the whole thing. You didn't get the giant crosses or the fog machines. No, we saw that at uh uh in Indy, didn't we? I don't. I yeah, was, the crosses, didn't you? Maybe the fog machines. Yeah, we missed the fog machine. We didn't get the fog machines, but we did get the red crosses in Indy. Uh, but at Never Say Die, man, dude, I am sorry how that went, dude. The, <laughs> I did the best I could with that soundboard in that room, dude, but. I don't even remember that. Yeah, that's the Louisville show that I wanted to be gone before we started. Yeah, I don't, yeah, <laughs> it is. I don't old. remember it being bad, so it didn't bother me at all. All the bands <laughs> were really good. Those two random girls walked in off the street, and you're like, "Yo, stay for this. We'll be your new favorite band." And they left before the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. I didn't have yeah, a problem there. I didn't have a problem. Yo, that that that. Uh, that Smoothie King had that Hulk though. That's it. That shit was fucking delicious. That was the highlight of Louisville. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you a little something about Smoothie King and how I had the benefits. Uh, my wife before we were married, like uh, when we were dating, she worked at the Smoothie King and had a key to Smoothie King. He's going way back. Here. And, yeah, way back. And, yeah. And so we used to go in there and make like ninety-eight. Um, we would even make like rum smoothies and then we would go in and make a smoothie to refresh ourselves from being hung over from rum smoothies the next day. Yo, 3D, you should tell me your story about Smoothie King. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I think the best Jason 3D reading shit wrong story ever. So, you know, I'll be the first to ever tell you that I'm stupid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, I go through phases in my life where I try to, you know, lose weight and work out and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, Jason V here found out about Smoothie King. And it, it became the Jason's favorite place for quite some time. Yeah. Oh, and, nice. um, so we go to Smoothie King, and uh, was was this just me and you, or was this a band trip? 
I think we were in Baltimore. I think it was a band trip, maybe. Yeah. But uh, so we stop, you know, it's a chain, so it's everywhere. And we walk into Smoothie King. Everyone orders. We don't listen to each other's orders or anything like that. And uh, I get mine. And then someone tries it. And they're, and, um, they're like, oh, that's good. And I was like, yeah, I got the turbulator. It takes away 300 calories. And then, and then Jason B reads the sign, and what's it actually called? It's like turbinado sugar adds three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying, boys. He was trying to do better. I thought it was like an alternative sweetener, like a fucking um, what is the shit they put in tea when you don't want real sugar? Splenda. Yeah, and oh, it yeah. just shakes three hundred calories off of you as you drink it. Okay. Yep. 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 I was always a uh, strawberry lemon twist guy. That was always my go-to. I like that. And the st- y'all got me to the strawberry banana peanut butter. Oh yeah, that was. When they didn't pe- even serve that one. That was one that yeah. Amanda would make. Strawberry banana peanut butter was dope. Tell them to make it next time you're at a smoothie king. Demand one. <laughs> yeah, you got to go in with that secret menu item bullshit. That's the best. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that is the best. Yeah, I yeah, I've got a part time job there for like I've worked there like one day a week and shit. This was like forever ago. Uh yeah, prior I'm going back like twenty three years or so. So yeah. Yeah, but free smoothies. It was awesome. Fuck yeah, absolutely. So we were uh talking about oh yeah, and one other thing I wanted to add. Don't forget Creeps Incorporated, it's also on that bill. They're really cool. You guys will dig them too. Cool, cool, cool. And, uh, I appreciate anything with Cretan in the name. Oh, yeah, they're awesome. And uh, we were talking, so we wanted to talk some Friday the 13th movies with you guys. If yeah. you don't mind, we've been watching them. And uh, well, I've been I mean, watching some of them. I've, I've gotten through three and a half. I got distracted <laughs> and started watching the Corey Feldman Comeback Kid video. So, yeah, he's the comeback, comeback kid. He is, dude. He looks like he's strung out on heroin and on steroids at the same time, dude. I feel I'm feeling for the man. That, yeah, that is a guy that I just I don't know. Like a lot of shit's gone. There's this chick I watch on YouTube. She made a video. She was like, I think we can finally stop defending Corey Feldman. Because, like, you know, we all feel bad for him, but then at the same time, like, you hear all the stories of, like, shit he did to, like, those angels he had and all that shit, and it's like... Yeah. At what point does he get to stop being a shitty person just because shitty stuff has happened to him? Yeah, right. like Macaulay Culkin. They were both molested by Michael uh, Jackson, and, and Macaulay Culkin's cool as fuck. Yeah. I think they deny it, though. Like, I think they were too high profile for Mike Mike to be touching. I think Mike Mike had to stick with the white trash kids and the, like, no, or poor white. they pushed into the media have denied it. You know, Macaulay Culkin denied it. Corey denies it. And then who was it? Was it uh, one of the Backstreet Boys or something? Oh, it was Aaron Carter or something like that. They were like, they, like, sent him to Michael Jackson's house. And then whenever he came home, his mom was like, you'll tell them what happened to you. And he was like, what happened to me? And they're like, he touched you. And he was like, no, he didn't. And like, yeah, he did. You better tell the cops he touched you. Oh, damn. And he was oh. like, no, they, he didn't touch me. Like, yeah. He like, but he was also pretty strong out there towards the end, too, poor guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah that's rough. That's, ugh. 
I know, like, didn't Harvey Weinstein get to Corey Haynes and Corey Feldman, or was that another producer? I, I think it was Harvey Weinstein, but, like, it's not, I think that's, like, what it's, what everybody thinks. That's what I mean. It's not been put out there, but. I think, uh, it's, uh, from everything I've heard, it sounds like a lot of kids were fucking passed around Hollywood back in the day, unfortunately. Yeah. You yeah, know, like, uh, even to this day, fucking somehow Victor Salva's still out here making movies after he molested those kids in uh, Clown House, that kid, and then still released the movie with the kid's ass in it. It's craziness. Uh, what? Uh, who was that? Uh, Victor Salva, the dude that did uh, Jeepers Creepers. Yes! Like, Fuck that guy. He was doing Jeepers I didn't know Creepers. he did that. He'd done a string of movies with little kids. Being a registered sex offender. It's yeah. Oh. He molested uh, the the kid in uh, Powder when he did Powder. Uh, yeah. Is Powder the one that has like 10 minutes of a naked kid in it or something like that? Or he's in his underwear for most of the movie or something? It's uh, that I don't really pale that. dude whose mom was struck by lightning and... Yeah, like it's a real pale... Uh, he lives in fucking Kentucky or something and... Yeah, it like, was just about that. little boys get to him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it shows him as a kid. I think, like at the beginning, like, I didn't. I you know I didn't like Jeepers Creepers anyway. I only saw the second one and I thought it was whack. I saw the. You know, I like those. Yeah, I like the first two. I think, I think the first one's fucking great. The second one sucks, and the third one is the worst movie of all time. But the first one, I've heard the fourth one's even worse than the third one. Oh, Jesus Christ, I didn't know it was the fourth one. Oh, the brand new like, one is supposed to be awful. Some kind of weird tie-in with horror around or something, but like not like the actual convention like they just talk about horror hound or something like that but like i watched some of the cgi like because people dogged on it as soon as it came out but like yeah i watched some of the kills on youtube and like the cgi is just utter dog shit the creeper looks even worse than he did in the third one and it's like what you have this cool creature design stop showing him in the daylight yeah, man, like it's a the Batman effect. Batman looks fucking cool till he's on a surfboard fighting a shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Batman would go out during the day on the TV show. <gasps> yeah. In the '60s, he'd be out broad daylight passing Joe Friday from Dragnet. Passing, they'd be off in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Daytime, but yeah, then he just became a night creature. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wish they would do. You know, all these like modern day Batman movies are serious as fuck. I want them to go back, go back to the OG comics where like every wow. Batmobile vehicle had Batman's face on it, and every Joker vehicle was just the Joker's head. Like you want yep. the fucking sixty sixties version. I want it. No, no, no. I want it cheesier than the sixties version. I know. Have you seen the sixties version? No. Jesus. What's Catwoman no? gonna look like? A shark repellent. We going with hair or no hair, like full body suit for Catwoman? That's a good question. Did Catwoman wear a hairy bodysuit? No, 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 no. Like no, her no. hair, her hair hanging out. Like originally, she just had a mask over her eyes, and her hair was out. But later on, Catwoman wore a full body suit, including her head. Yeah, I, that just got awkward. Yeah, it did. Uh, <laughs> wow. Didn't no, I, we didn't hear what you said, so we we just didn't. Oh, we completely we're. I was thinking about Catwoman's uh, Bush. Well, oh, of yeah, course. Well, yeah. I mean, we all are, but 
We were just wondering which era of Catwoman outfit you would go with in this new, cheesier Batman. Like, oh, if the cheese. I mean, I don't remember. Did she have like furry outfits in the comics? No, no. They were saying her hair hanging out. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you said furry costume, and that's not all I can think of is like Catwoman running around like a furry. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I think we gotta well, go with that. She could do that too, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it'd be like uh. It'd be like in, like how there's like the man bat, yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like it. So Friday the Friday the Thirteenth. We just watched the first. I watched one through three recently, and Jason takes Manhattan, and Jason goes to hell, and Sean. I go watched ahead, my man. one through three and part of four. I remember five a little bit, and I barely remember six and eight. And then, of course, Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen the rest of them. But that's all I've seen. Yeah, one through six. But recently, it's been one through three and a half. What would y'all, besides the original, besides the original, what's your favorite? uh, Two. Sequel. Uh, you know, we're kind of biased in the whole idea. Like, the, the way the world works, it kind of worked out for us. Like, part three being one of my favorites because it's like, you know, you finally get to see the Jason that we all know and love. Right. And uh, I just, I like the characters and I like the, the kills and all that. And it's a lot of fun. And then, like, you know, part five is also, you know, V's favorite. So that, like, worked out and everything. Um, but aside from part three, um, a go-to for me is part seven all the time because, like, that's the best-looking Jason, like, the, the best zombie Jason we get. Right. And, like, uh, it's over the top with the telekinesis and all that, but I don't know. It's just uh, the coolest-looking Jason, some cool kills. Um, uh, I wish the unedited version got released or something like that, Where, uh, but I don't know if that footage got damaged or what because all you can find is the footage with, like, the timer on it and all that on YouTube. But, like, uh, that movie could have been a lot, should have been a lot gorier than we got. But, uh, yeah, I've always, I've always liked part seven. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, I, yeah, and, and, you know, uh, 3D's, right? Like, we just kind of fell into our, uh, we kind of fell into our own, like, characters, like, um, but, you know, I think a misconception, at least for, for, I think largely about the Jasons is that we're, like, super obsessed with the movies or that, like, you know, we're super, like, fanboys. And quite honestly, man, like, the, those movies don't even make my top 10 favorite horror movies. Really? My 20. And, um, you know, I, Jasons are not, like, really, like, obsessed with horror. We're not even a horror punk fan. We don't even identify as that. Like, for us, at least for me, when I was, you know, coming up with the stuff in the beginning, it was like, it was almost like it has become more a satire of like marketing and fame. And like, there's a little bit of, you know, uh, Nikki Six back in the day, me and the 3D kind of talked about this when we started. The band was like, Nikki Six had this dumb quote, but he said he thought about naming Molly Crew Christmas because if you have a name that's already well known, then your band's already well known when you start. And my idea was like everybody knows Jason, everybody knows the Ramones. You mash them up, and it's like this weird marketing butt fuck that like immediately you know interests people. So probably more than like a fan of Friday the Thirteenth, it really wasn't a love of those movies. That that made me think of it. It was like, well, the Ramones kind of look like retarded brothers, 
and Jason is a like a weird mongoloid guy. Wouldn't it be funny if the if the Ramones had like hockey masks and all their songs were about like the plight of being an actual mongoloid guy? Like so, I don't know. I think I guess what I'm getting at is like it's been a long time since I've revisited those movies, really? and I like them, but. Um, the Jasons really we're not like obsessed with it we have members that haven't seen them all really That's... so just to uh, to reiterate the guy's question what's your favorite Friday the 13th movie it's I had to give a different answer because you answered my fucking question you said five five's the one with spider from return of the living dead I think Yes, I think you're I'm right. Trying to give, I'm trying to give an insight into my fucking genius. No, it, and and that's I'll, where he gets killed in the outhouse. I'll be honest, like that is total genius. I fucking love it. Like, uh, yeah, that that's Mark, brilliant, man. Way to hoard Jason out, guys. If they really like daddies and mommies a whole bunch. They're gonna be like, no, we just came up with a weird fucking name for our band, right? What's that thing? Brother sisters. That oh, band? the daddy sisters. <laughs> Brother sisters. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like actually we don't like daddies or mommies <laughs> you know what if you, what if you asked them you're like yo you're the daddy mommies who's your favorite daddies or mommies and I, they have, they have one I get it I feel stupid now alright my bad my bad <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't what we was trying to do man <laughs> we're just talking shit because we don't know what the fuck to say at this point but no like what I was getting at was uh, you know the movies themselves um, I think our characters in the band were a little bit based on what would be funny you know like in terms of like who would be funny in the band you know so like it's like okay you know Jason V, he's the imposter guy. He's the one everybody gives shit, so it kind of makes sense to have him because he's different. Jason Hell, Jason X, like, you know, there's there's a reason why those were chosen, and I think it's because there's, like, um, you know, it, it's fertile ground for creating characters and creating things like Jason 3D, you know, DD Ramon, so like take it Didi, take it 3D. It just made sense right. in some ways, you know. That's man, that's that's brilliant. Uh <laughs> I really did just assume that you all were just like big Friday the 13th fans, but uh that's deep. I mean there was I think it's fair to say that there was points in our lives right that we definitely were, you know, I own all the, all the NECA action figures, V oh, owns shit. like all the sideshow figures at one no. point and all that. Yeah. And like we both have or well not he sold a bunch of his DVDs, but like we both have all the movies and we both seen all the movies multiple times. Right. So it's not like we don't like the movies by any means. Um and there definitely was a time that we both were into it a lot more than we are now. Yeah, right. You know, your formative years, man, it's kind of like, you know, there's a point growing up when you consume all the fucking punk, you consume mm. all the horror. Yeah. And then, you know, it gets in your DNA and you don't need to revisit it because it's there, you know? So, yeah, right. I mean, and that stuff was formative for us. 
And I would say for both of us, Friday the 13th was no more formative than anything else. You know, like to, to follow that, you know, I got a, a huge ass Ramones tattoo. I barely listen to the Ramones anymore. Right. But I bought it because it symbolizes a huge moment in my life where, you know, you discover new music and that music, you know, brought us together and started the band. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, there was a time when all I listened to was the Ramones because I, I wanted to, you know, ex- I had, you know, 30 years of catching up with everyone before me right um and there's that there's that essence of doing it too much you know yeah um but here i am still listening to kiss every day so what the fuck am i talking about that's the difference though you know in so many ways with kiss as you grow up you find different eras of kiss that are completely different there's a lot through to that yeah yeah because that i was one of the anti no makeup era people until you and i met yeah and then you were like nah man listen to crazy nights and that fucking album's one of my favorite albums now yeah um and then I listen to Revenge and Kiss Alive three more, and I'll I skip Kiss Alive one and two anymore because I like that variety that Alive three has, where you cover multiple eras of the band. Honestly, yeah. I love Revenge. I don't care what anybody says. I- fuck yeah. 92 was a good year. You got me and you got Revenge. Blood in the Streets, our record Blood in the Streets, we use Kiss Revenge as a template for our image, for the album cover, for the switch from like Ramones core to more like metal-ish kind of stuff. I mean, that's not metal by any means, but the outfits, the outfits, you know, Kiss Re- um, the back of Blood in the Streets is a knockoff of the back of Kiss Revenge or yeah. the inside, one of the two. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the cover, the color tones of the cover was taken from Revenge. Our outfits were taken from that urban cowboy era that bands like Kiss and Tesla and all them were doing. And, uh, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what to say after that. That's uh, that's awesome. Uh, man, that's cool. I didn't know you guys based yeah. so much off that album. That's that's real. I grew up on that album. That that album was out when I was like a sophomore in high school. So when I got that when it first came out, I'm old. Is that uh, the one with Domino on it? Fuck yeah, it's yeah. got Domino on okay. it. All right, and now I had I needed to visualize it. <laughs> it totally makes sense. Yeah. Got a little insight. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about that was, too, man, this is how much, like, Jason, 3D, and I end up a lot of times on the same wavelength with this band. We never discussed it. We knew, you know, we our music taste is driving the van. We're going towards that. We were listening to more Wasp. And then one day he goes, you know, man, he's like, I was kind of thinking... What if we like maybe looked at like some leather pants and like did a revenge and I was like, bro, and I pulled out my phone and I had just bought these leather pants and taken a picture in my bedroom in my Jason's gear and I was like, holy fuck. It was just like it was like it was wasn't one hundred percent strategized as much it was just as it was just like we knew that's where we were going because the band progressed naturally with that stuff. Same thing with our new record. Well, even we can say that with, uh, I mean, that's how Get Fucked got called, Get Fucked. Yeah. You know, we were driving in B's car, him and I were on our way, we just had practice or something like that, we're on our way to get dinner, and like, he was talking about writing asshole in the song Get Fucked, and he was like, you know, this song, this album's just telling everyone, you know, Get Fucked, this and that, or blah, 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 and I was like, fuck, why don't we just call that the album then? Why don't we, and like, we both like giggled like little teenagers, and we're like, yeah, <laughs> and 
and here we are fucking what six seven years later something like that yeah yeah I, I love that album by the way like it's 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 good from like start to finish i yeah, thank you. That's uh, we you know we've kind of realized that 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 album is kind of like we always say it's like our master of puppets. Like I think we've done better work, but something about when that record came out, it was really important to a lot of people. It's important to us, and I think it solidified like what our sound is. Like there's still elements of get fucked in everything we do, and there probably always will. Right. And um. You know, people always tell us they're like, "Yo, get fucked is your best record," and even though we don't agree, yeah. we also can't. Uh, we don't argue because we're like, "Yeah, man, that was a big fucking record for us." So it's like that record. I think will always be the special record for us, and we're cool with that because, like, you know, it means a lot to a lot of people, and it was one hundred percent us leveling up as a band. We we worked really fucking hard on that record, yeah. and we still love. We still love playing the songs off that record and like we still uh, listen to it from time to time Blood in the Streets to me is just like I don't know I love the attitude I love the more like 80s rock and roll stuff the more uh, heavier stuff and all that Um, but like we don't we don't dislike get fucked you know like we're not right. like there's those bands that like hate their best record and all that like you're not like that at all the only record that we don't listen to anymore is stalker slash somewhere and that's just because of the fucking editing <laughs> <laughs> but yo side note uh we're talking right now we're in it won't be in the united states but we're talking about doing a show where we play uh get fucked in its entirety we can't announce it yet but like Get fucked in its entirety, start to finish. Um, nice. So, and then maybe we'll do it in the uh, in the states once. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Hopefully this uh, this show on the twenty seventh goes well, and y'all do it here. Just saying. <laughs> that, that, that'd be we cool. We'll be practiced. Uh, oh, you mean again? Yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we got we, any other plugs? Yeah. Anything coming up? Uh, 3D's got all the real info for you, but I'll say uh, keep keep your ears to the ground because next year we're going to be releasing uh, our new record called Saint and Cells, and um, it's a cool progression, and uh, we're playing uh, a song from it, trying to add another one to our set list. Uh, We're going to be doing a single for that pretty soon. This is all shit that doesn't have a direct date. 3D's got shit that does have a date, and also he's been working on cool shit. So I'm sure you want to talk about that. Uh, I mean, as far as plugs right now, man, I mean, we got the show with you guys, uh, well, October 27th. And then we got our big uh, hometown Halloween bash here in Morgantown on the 28th. Then we got, uh, I think our November is wide open. We don't got anything booked in November, but we're working on some other shit. And then December, we got like December 1st and 2nd. uh, I think one's in Baltimore, the other one's in Washington, D.C., and then um, we're doing uh, the last weekend, you know, into the New Year's. Uh, we haven't announced it yet, but we're doing a Friday the 29th in Toledo, Ohio, the 30th in Cleveland, Ohio. And then we're uh, sending out the new the year uh, in Erie, PA for the first time ever. You know, we've never played Erie, PA, so that's going to be interesting. I, I think it'll be a good time, though. The promoter's pretty excited about it, so... Um, and then after that, you know, this is our 10 year anniversary. So then, uh, a bunch of guys just got together 
and did a uh, you know a tribute con. So I want to give a shout out to those guys. You know that was a, a real cool thing to to wake up to. You know I never thought that there'd be a, a Jason's tribute album, um, and that was a cool thing that was hidden from us for almost two years. And that's pretty wild because uh, we're friends with a lot of those guys, and not one of them leaked anything to us. That's awesome. Um, but it has Kelsey Bad Grammar, um, Fifty Two Ways, you know, and the Cryptoids, which weren't even bands anymore. They you know reunited just to be part of this album and then uh so that you know you can get that at what the kelsey bad grammar uh band camp and so we're, we're giving those guys a shout out so they can get like a little bit of money you know we've been part of tribute albums you don't get paid shit it's a lot of stress and it's a lot of hard work um for really not much of a payoff at the end of the day you did it simply so you could say that you did it and uh so that's why it means so much to us and that's why you know if we you know pushed it and you know if you're gonna give your money to anyone uh, and you're still supporting us in some way, you know, to let those guys know it was worth it. And uh, so that's, yeah, I just wanted to plug that. But yeah, but to follow up on the 10 year thing, we're also working on a box set that uh, we're hoping to have done, you know, before the new year. Otherwise, we're going to have to do the 11 year uh, anniversary <laughs> box set. <laughs> but. Um, is it going to be vinyl? Pretty cool, man. It's going to have, you know, four discs and uh, some cool knickknacks and stuff like that with it. Um, Oh, cool. We are going to, it's not announced. I don't think he'd be upset if we, if I talked about it, but we're going to record with Joe Queer again here soon, do like a little single type deal. Awesome. Uh, nice. Hopefully in January. Um, and then, yeah, we, we got, we're working on a tour, like V said, but we can't really talk about it right now. It's very exciting, big news for us. It's a pretty important step for the band. Nice. Um, overseas, we can say. Yeah, yeah, it's overseas, and that's going to be our first time, you know, crossing the pond. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. crossing the pond, as they say. Um Trying to, is there anything else? Yeah, we're working on the new album, Satan Cells. We got cool artwork in the making for that already. Awesome. Uh, we got some demos done. Uh, I'm working on writing a couple songs. V's working on co- writing a couple songs. And uh, yeah, that's really all we got about plug wise, I think. Awesome. Well, dude, congrats about yeah. going overseas. Uh, you guys and done the tribute. Yeah, and that's the- awesome. On on everything, actually, you all you you totally deserve it. You guys are a great band. Uh, You're like one of the best live bands I've ever seen, and I've been going to shows for a long time. Like I said, I'm old, so uh, you guys are you guys are fucking great. Uh, You deserve all deserve all the greatness that you guys get coming to you. And uh, thank you, good tidings. Thank you so much for taking the time with. uh, Partners and pals tonight. We appreciate it. We've enjoyed having you on. Yeah, man. Anytime you guys want to chat again, just let me know. Awesome. You know, Joe's been on the show twice, so, you know, we're... Fuck yeah. We know some people. That's our boy. Joe Joe Queer is one of the greatest uh, fucking punk rockers in history. Fuck yeah, he is. He's Mount Rushmore. that. That dude has been so good to us, and, like... Whether it be how amazing we are or how much we annoy him, that dude uh, has given us so many, like, uh, what would you say, pushes. You know, he's gotten us in front of much bigger crowds, gotten us on good shows, has taught us a lot about touring and, like, uh, has always offered a hand to us and all that. Dude is... Dude is just a great fucking guy. Actually, before I let you guys go, you know how I actually found out about you all? 
when was it the split? No, it was when Joe oh. Queer was on the podcast and no told, us, told us about the split. He's like, you even heard the Jasons? And I was like, no. And he was like, after this, look him up. And I did. And I've been <laughs> I've been into you guys ever since. Yeah, see that's that's what I'm saying, man. That dude, that dude's had our back since the day we met him, man. We we got to play with him here in Morgantown, and then uh, they were playing a show in Philadelphia with uh, the Dickies, and like me and Joe would text every now and then, and I was like, man, like we fucking love the Dickies, man. Like, is there any chance you can get us on that? And Joe was like, fuck yeah. message the promoter this and that and uh the promoter knew about us or something like that and he was like fuck yeah you guys would be a great addition and so like we dr- drove all the way out there and like we didn't really know him all that well at that point but uh yeah we just made it a point to just fucking like hang out and be like yo what fuck up joe and uh ever since that we bullshit with each other we tease each other and all that you know it's just like uh we're just like boys you know that's it's, it's, that's awesome He's he's good people. He yeah. He's he's always been cool to me. So well thank you guys. Thank you, V. Thank you, three D. It it was a pleasure. We will have to do this again. Looking forward to seeing you all at the Mag Bar Friday, yeah, oh, we'll be there. October twenty seventh. That's right. With the Daddy Sisters. And Creep Sync. Yeah. So fuck yeah. And maybe I'll watch the Daddy Sisters and see how it goes. Well, I don't know how I feel about uh, creeps being around Daddy Sisters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a lineup of names. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, thanks, guys. We will see. We'll see you October twenty seventh. Yes, sir. All right, later, fellas. Again, thank you, <laughs> folks. That was Jason V and Jason Three D of. The Jasons. Obviously. Um, Fuck yeah. They were great, dude. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty entertaining, dude. I, I, I like how I, they cuss more than I do. I hope we didn't cut them off too soon. I didn't want to hold them hostage either, though. Yeah. It was a 45-minute interview. You guys just got with the Jasons. Actually, it's about 50. Mm. Entertainment. Yeah. Who brings you the fucking entertainment? Hey, check this out. Check this out. Who am I? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Frank Reynolds. That's dude. what I thought. Hey! Oh, I can't weird. believe I bought Funyuns today. You want some? Yeah, I want one. Yeah, you do. Well, folks, I don't feel like y'all hostage either. I think. Yeah, we've we've reached the end of the power hour. We've done everything we can for you all tonight. We've brought you the Jasons. We just gave you the goddamn Jasons. I'm out of gas, folks. He's got plenty of gas. He's got to drive home, but... That's just me. That's dad wordplay. I'm not even a dad. My only a cigarette ass. But y'all need to get on Spotify. Check out the new response single. Nepotism here on Partners and Pals. I'll tell you what you do. Go listen to the new response thing over and over again. When you get sick of it, put, put on the Jasons. Put on the Jasons. And then listen to them get over and over. Is a great album, too. It really is. It really I let them talk about how great it was, though. I felt like they could do a better job than I could. I mean, it's a good fucking record, man. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good it's record. It's funny how, like, bands won't necessarily, don't always necessarily feel the same way that the fans do about an album like they may not like it as much their favorite may be something else but you know 
There is a musician's perspective and a listener's perspective. Right. Jason's are awesome on both fronts. I'm so, actually adding them to the playlist right now. So. Yeah, yeah. Our playlist is pretty bitching. 